0: Well, is it a post-win bounce, as many leadership you know, candidates often have, or is something else going on here? There is some changing afoot when it comes to people's preferences in federal politics. And this is shown to us by polling done by Ipsos exclusively for Global News. And now to break it all down for us, Daryl Bricker, the CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, is with us. Good morning, Daryl.
1: Good morning, Sydney.
0: Okay, so what did you find that was so interesting this time?
1: Well, we, it looks like it's a bounce for the Conservatives. We see them about five points ahead in terms of uh, uh, voter support, but also Pierre Polyev's the preferred choice as Prime Minister for, uh, by four over uh, over uh, Justin Trudeau. But it seems to be less of a uh, uh, increase for the Conservatives and for Polyev as it is a decline for the Liberals and the Prime Minister. So what we saw during the course of the summer was that really the only people who were paying a lot of attention to what was going on in the conservative leadership campaign were conservative partisans. The general public has really not woken up to the fact that there's a new conservative leader yet, so the number of undecideds is actually quite high. So what we're seeing is the reaction to what's going on in the current public environment, which is really being driven by mostly inflation and cost of living issues.
0: Okay, so this is you know, and this is almost inevitable sometimes that the a new leader gets a bit of a bounce though isn't it?
1: it 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 is, but we haven't seen much bounce for new conservative leaders over the space of the last while. We did see you know a bit for Andrew Scheer when he came in. We did see a bit for Aaron O'Toole, but they didn't really last that long. Both leaders, by the way, were competitive with the prime minister, similar to what we're showing. Uh, with uh, with uh, the new leader Pierre Polyev. but as I said before, it's not like there's been a big escalation in conservative support as a result of this. It's really been more of a liberal decline. They're losing support to the NDP and the Bloc Québécois as well.
0: Okay, so that sound, that's the interesting part about all this, right? But after seven years in power, you would think that some that there would be some kind of fatigue setting in too.
1: Yeah, only about a third of Canadians say that the government deserves to be reelected. That's you know pretty close to what they actually got in the last election campaign, which was enough to win. But it doesn't look like the momentum, you know, that they're building any sort of momentum out of that last election campaign. And now that the Conservatives have changed their leader and there's another option for people to take a look at, they're taking a look. The interesting thing about from, about Polyev for me is that as the feelings, uh, you know, either positive or negative, they're small groups of people. Most people are kind of in the middle or undecided.
0: Okay. And were there changes regionally on this that were noticeable?
1: Yeah, what we're seeing is that the only strength that the Liberal Party seems to have at the moment is west of Ontario, or east of Ontario, sorry. So province of Quebec, they're still competitive, although it's with uh, the Bloc Québécois. In Atlantic Canada, they're still ahead. But, you know, anybody who knows anything about the math of Canadian politics is that's not enough to get you anything. So you have to be doing well in Ontario, and right now, the Conservatives are ahead by seven.
0: Wow, okay. And even in BC, I noticed, too, that it's neck and neck when it comes to preference for Prime Minister.
1: Yeah, and that just shows you that people are kind of waking up to the fact that there might be another option out there, and they're certainly going to be evaluating Mr. Polyev. And, you know, we've seen similar things like this. Uh, You know, for example, when Kim Campbell, also from British Columbia, came in and became the leader of the the, uh, Progressive Conservative Party way back when, uh, there was an intense level of interest as people tried to sort it out. Still a lot of undecided. She got some fairly positive approval, but it went away really fast. So this introduction of Mr. Polyev uh, to the Canadian public, and he's still going through it, is going to be crucial to the view that they have of him going into the next election campaign. The Conservatives are going to be trying to put his uh, Polyev's best uh, position out there, but you also know that the Liberals and the NDP are going to be going at his worst features.
0: Oh boy, Daryl, this makes your job so much more interesting now, doesn't it, for the next little while?
1: <laughs> it does. It's going to be a dark time, and I was describing it to somebody this morning, think winter in the Arctic. Oh <laughs> boy. Because the problem the Liberals have is, you know, there's no policy that they're really ahead on that Canadians care about. Their leader is now a drag on their ticket. Uh, they're not seen favorably in terms of their record relative to uh, uh, being reelected. So all they've got left is the opportunity to paint uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Poliev in, in a really negative way. And if you live through the 2004-2006 campaigns, same issue with Stephen Harper. You're going to see them go very, very hard on Mr. Polyev. And the unfortunate thing for Mr. Polyev is giving them lots to work with.
0: Oh, so interesting. All right, Daryl, thank you for that.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.